Hello, and welcome to the Moonwise forecast for September 20th through October 19th, 2017. I'm Dorte Sophie Royal, and I'm excited to bring you this new expanded version of our lunar forecast from Susan Lipschitz of Everyday Medicine Woman. Each new moon, she takes a look at the upcoming month and gives us her take on the astrological, lunar, and collective energies that she's seeing. Hi, Susan. How are things looking this coming month? Hi, Dorote. Things are looking wonderful. I adore this time of year because what this particular moon cycle is devoted to and called the glorious Huntress Moon. And so with this Huntress Moon um, comes a beautiful shift of energies that is more earthy and is more aerating um, and calming and a bit more grounding, which we desperately need coming off of that really intense um, total solar eclipse of the new moon, which was, believe it or not, just one month ago. And, um, you know, a lot of times with all of these these kinds of events, we get really excited when they occur, and then we feel like they're over and we're on to our lives. But in this particular case, with such a big event, what ends up happening in our psyches and in our hearts and in our souls and in our bodies is it unfolds for not only months, but years to come. So we've been feeling, most of us, a bit discombobulated and um, really stirred up by all those uh, energies. And we can see that, you know, as above, so below. We really saw that going on with all these big earth events with the rising waters, the hurricanes, the fires in our country and around the world. And interestingly enough, um, you know, just almost the day after that new moon, the sun changed signs into Virgo. And Virgo, as opposed to Leo, is one of service, is one of um, really surrendering ourselves to being available to our our fellow individuals and collective that we show up to every day. And, and that really could be demonstrated when, you know, different parts of our country were in great need through these hurricanes that all of us were asked to show up and to bring ourselves to this moment, whether we were in the location or we weren't, we were thinking about everyone and we were really wondering how we could be of service in the most uh, real way. So already we saw that Virgo action in place. So getting back into this moment, we feel with this Virgo new moon that we're in right now, it's inviting us to even more deeply assess and um, recalibrate ourselves into that sense of how are we of value to the world and how can we show up in a way that really invites um, ourselves to not be so kind of um, preoccupied with what we think our gifts and talents are, but just to be able to, on a daily basis, uh, make, you know, in a way, keep the world, you know, moving or in some ways thinking of that um, chop wood, carry water philosophy of the mundane kinds of actions that really, you know, create a difference in our world. So with that in mind, and with what this new moon is asking us to do, I imagine that we're all together as this beautiful collective of women coming into a moon tent and gathering in a circle to pull down this new moon guidance, imagining we've returned from this intense adventure of the solar eclipse, and we're sitting together, and we're feeling, and we're breathing, and then, um, this beautiful guide or goddess comes in to our circle. And this is the goddess of the Virgo new moon. And the beauty of this goddess is she is uh, embodying the notion of, of 
when we think of Virgo, we think of um, virgin. And a lot of times in our culture, we diminish that. But when we really revision that notion, it's whole unto ourselves. And so what she is coming in, imagining she's initiating us, and she's inviting us to remember our sacredness. She, uh, Virgo has such a potential of alchemy, because in its asking of us to be a vehicle of healing, it's asking us to have a total surrender into our being. And so in this moment, if we could imagine uh, this sense that she is uh, bringing to us and inviting us to breathe in and feeling the earth, feeling the mutable earth beneath our feet, so we could not only feel that beautiful soil rich, but smell the fragrance after a recent rain, and that we were sitting in circle together, and she was initiating for each and every one of us this beautiful entrustment of our own self-healing, as if we were remarrying ourselves. And you know, all of the goddesses, they had these rituals where they would go into the forests or go into their temples, and they would remarry themselves, uh, meaning that they would remember that the most sacred relationship they had was within themselves. This was not about self-andegradizement um, or a sense of, us being more important than anyone else. It was really about us just being um, in a state of understanding that the degree to which we could match others and give to others could truly only be to the degree that we loved ourselves and that we were in a state of understanding of what ourself really needed. And so in this moment with this beautiful goddess um, inviting us to remember that not that we were perfect, but that we are whole. So that imagining if we then stepped out of our moon tent to greet the rest of this month, we did so from that place of restoration, from that place of commitment. So as we breathe into this, I'm inviting everybody, particularly through the next several days as the moon starts to crescent back up, um, to invoke a daily practice around self-healing, however you relate to your spirit, however you relate to um, attuning your thoughts and your um, appreciation of your emotional sense and, and very deeply into what your body needs so that there is a sense of also satisfying and listening to who we really are and meeting those. Because the downside of Virgo is that um, it can turn into a lot of control. It can be very perfectionistic. It can feel like nothing is ever right or good enough, which I think all of us can really relate to and that we can lose ourselves so deeply in surrender or taking care of others, feeling called into that path, that we become self-destructive because our needs become too great to manage. Kind of like, in a way, a medicine or a teaching of what happens with that kind of hurricane bright or, or the fire energy where it was just too much for us to manage. It was out of control. So we want to have that daily practice of deeply checking in with ourselves and really mattering how we think and feel. You know, again, remembering that the moon is that moment of darkness and resetting and we feel the power of that. Several days later as we escort and be escorted uh, through this um, new moon as it crescents out, we are greeted and met by the equinox, and in the power of the equinox, the sun changes signs into Libra. Now, Libra, so this is why I feel like this is such um, a goddessy um, moon time that we're in with this huntress moon, is because Libra is a goddess um, dwelling sign because it's ruled by Venus. And 
Um, so Libra is all about balance and beauty and romance and and equality and justice. She is the goddess of peace and the goddess of war because she wants us to be equal and fair and just. But um, as she moves us into this time of the fall equinox uh, and the sun changing signs, uh, I think of Venus then uh, meeting that beautiful virginal goddess and saying, let me and let us move into the teachings of relationship with ourselves and with others, but the interaction. So it is a time of, you know, like the beauty of the fall where the colors change and, and the smells and the bounty of the of the seasonal harvests and the quieting as the as the from then on it gets a little bit darker and it's the setting sun you know if we think of the elders and the indigenous traditions as the as the um this is the time where we move into the season of the west and it's the sun setting woman that elder that's there so again just so many intergenerational goddesses that are with us of spirit and of self-care and of of um you know, our calling and our grace and our inner relationships. It's just, just a beautiful time. So something that happens after that that I just want to give us a date on is around the 27th and the 28th near the uh, end of the month in September, um, Pluto uh, goes direct and goes direct in Capricorn. And with these outer planets, we don't really feel them like we do with Mercury. We more feel them when they change direction. And so Pluto is a transformational um, healer. It's really interested in our, us um, going deeper and going further. And so we can feel at a much deeper level that we'll, we'll be moving more into 2018 that has to do with us starting to build out the transformation that we've been really feeling and take ownership. But we can already feel that starting to move forward. And just to, just want you to kind of take note of that during this beautiful seasonal time of beauty and grace and deep color and, and warmth. Um, and so finally, what I also want to say, uh, just uh, it, it, that's really important to me, in one more goddess that meets us on the other side in the full moon um, that occurs around the 4th, 5th of October is um, another version of Hola to herself, which is at this whole full moon in, um, in the Huntress moon is the Huntress herself the goddess Artemis or Diana, or we've more popularly been reconnecting to Wonder Woman. So this is a goddess that embodies the energy of whole unto herself because what Artemis with her beautiful bow and arrow and her full expression of the Aries energy is saying in her primal sense of absolute unapologetic commitment to being in her own body and being able to stalk what she feels called to and being able to howl and open to the moon. So she has a certain kind of wildness she takes us into in the access point from the Libra into the Aries, remembering no matter how we we are, we're always me. But the beauty about her wildness is it's not a chaotic, frenetic wildness. It's a wildness that's connected to our primal knowing, to our primal vision, to our primal understanding that we are always connected to everything all around us, which allows us to abandon in our voice and howling at the moon and our running with the wolves. So this is just an exquisite month for us to embrace our goddess energy. So during this time of the fall goddesses within and around us, the colors that emerge, the sense of reawakening to the wholeness with ourself, 
I just want to wish everybody an enchanting time of reawakening to the value of our own health and to the richness of our claiming our beauty just as we are and knowing the moon mama is with you wherever you go. Thank you so much, Susan. And are there any practices that come to mind in order to assist us through all these beautiful goddess energies this month? Um, I would really um, keep it, you know, keep it to the basics. And I think the most important thing is the daily regularity. And I think the biggest teaching of this of this Virgo energy as we're in right now is to recommit to whatever we believe is uh, a spiritual practice and an inner practice. So if we were to take time, and I, it doesn't matter if it's 15 minutes, half hour a day, uh, it could be the morning, the evening, whatever really works for you. But I want it to be a moment where all, you know, everything's off and we're quiet and we, you know, if you have divination tools that you like, like, um, uh, you know, goddess cards or the ching that you might use or or writing or anything like that. It's just a moment to say, I honor the goddess within, closing the eyes, breathing. And like we said, really animate and, and envisioning. Use your inner vision to imagine that you are in a place of nature. I mean, if you can, if you're lucky enough to get out and you've got a garden or you can walk to the somewhere outside, that's great. But we, we're never away from nature within and nature around us. So if we close our eyes, our cellular energy always um, has, a re- has a memory of a beautiful time where we were, uh, you know, we could feel the moon or see the moon and, uh, and following her in her, you know, from the crescent all the way to the, to the fullness and using her as a guide, but really going within and checking in with ourselves and then checking in with that moon musing. So I think the daily practice of returning to ourself and stepping outside of what's happened today to the beingness of today and, and, and then asking ourselves what we need today and how we need to offer that within ourselves through our breath and through our love and through our attention. So the daily practices for me feel like if we can open a space up to... Um, allow the goddess to step into us, if that makes any sense, by first creating a space that's within us, um, like an inner woods, an inner enchanted woods, or an inner enchanted garden, you know, a place inside of us that we can breathe into. And then we can just check in with ourselves, and we can summon the goddess and just just abandon all your resistance if you can, and just really imagine she's coming to you, and allow whatever you get. And um, and then if you want to pull those divination cards, or you know, then kind of see what you automatically come forth to offer yourself inner guidance. Um, I, I just think that there is just so much available to us because this um, Virgo energy really is inviting us back to the earth, you know, and the earth within ourselves, and a certain kind of grounding that we're not getting in the world right now. You know, uh, earth is is in a lot of tumultuous energy and the energies around us are so filled with a lot of tension and fear and unknown that we want to um, equate the unknown within as a place of restoration and a place of mystery and the only other thing i want to say about the beauty of this particular month and and this time is that the west the doorway of the west in indigenous teachings is the feminine principle you know that's where the moon and the mother earth and you know and um 
and Mama Kia in the uh, in the South American traditions, or what we call Mother, you know, the the moon, the grandmother moon, uh, really shows up in our sacred inheritance as women. You know, she's just always there. So you look up there is the grandmother, you know, and she loves us so much. So use her as a resource when we turn to the West, and we turn within with grace, and we turn within with um, with connection and with faith. Thank you so much, Susan. And we will check in with you uh, next month on The New Moon. Thank you so much for this opportunity to be with you all. You can find more information about Susan's work at everydaymedicinewoman.com, including an upcoming winter retreat in Tulum, Mexico, from February 24th through March 3rd. And if you haven't heard my conversation yet with flower alchemist Katie Hess, I encourage you to check that out on iTunes or Moontent.co. We talk about the magic of flower elixirs and working with plants to bloom into your full potential. Thanks, everybody. We will see you on the new moon.